from the host that brought you to Coding Westworld. And Westworld the Recapables. Comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld Season 4 in the Prestige TV podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld Season 4. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hello and welcome to Pop Culture History Lesson. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer and today I am joined by Julia Littman and we're talking the one, the only, Wendy Williams. Hello, Juliet. Hello. We sure are. I, I think we should just disclose. Neither of us are super fans, but we are super admirers and just we are like... We couldn't let the end of the William, Wendy Williams show go by without noting it. Without noting it, maybe giving it a little tribute as we are right now, because she really, you know, as I was researching um, a lot of Wendy stuff in the last couple of days, she really paved the way for a lot of uh, people and just that format and her as like kind of a respectable um, maybe not always respectable, but like kind of gossip queen, gossip hound, if you will, shock jockette, as some people call her. Um, it's kind of remarkable. And she kind of she kind of made gossip acceptable as TV yeah. fodder, essentially. Through exactly. the, the, hot, the hot topic <laughs> segment of her show. I love that but section. <laughs> she's really a legend. I I mean it's also only an add to her legend that the entire final season she was not on, which amazing is, which is sad. I mean, she's well, not yeah. on it. Be, 
Yeah, it, I, it will add to her legend for sure. But I think we should just say we're here to celebrate her. But there is a, also just a level of sadness in recent years related to Wendy Definitely. as it relates to her health struggles and her rumored addiction. And frankly, her very public divorce from Kevin Hunter, which is Not a like, good guy. Not a good no. guy. Bad guy. <laughs> Bad Kevin. Yeah. Kevin um, looked for any way to get attention. And this week it was condemning the show for ending without her, which obviously right. we all agree. But it's like, oh, now you support her, Kevin Hunter? Exactly. Where were you before? Right. And and not only that, he was working out in like a 30-pound vest. And he had to show everyone that he was working out in a 30-pound <laughs> vest. And it was like, okay, Kevin, we get it. Thanks. You work out. <laughs> that is so unappealing. It just has like, not like in, in any way, but just as like as a human. It's just like, do we need to know about that? No, no. we don't. And it's just, you know, you could have recorded your little Wendy um, tribute or whatever it was, like uh, sitting on a deck or, you know, lounging. At, you didn't need to yeah. do it at the gym, you know? So whatever. But um. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, I guess, get into this a little bit. Uh, okay. Wendy, so she started out as a DJ personality in New York. Um, since you are from New York, you live in New York. Were you familiar with Wendy as she, you know, was on the I radio? I definitely was. Yes. Oh, I remember cool. listening to her on the radio as a young kid. My older brother was really into her. I think she was oh. on WBLS after she was on Hot 97. Mm-hmm. Like, and she, but she was like a fixture and like, she was also doing the gossip thing and like, was like a I big personality that. on radio before she was on TV. And also when I was like a preteen and a teenager, uh-huh. I really wanted to be a radio morning show host. Like oh, that cool. was my, my dream job. I wanted yeah. to be the host of the Z100 morning show. But so like, it's still a like table. Went, well, <laughs> I don't want to wake up for that anymore. Okay. Well, that's um, a good point. At least podcasting's on demand. So you can do it like, you <laughs> know, true. kind of at any time. That's true. <laughs> um, but I was aware of her because I was like aware of all of the major DJs. Sure. I, was, like, I, I wanted to be them and she was included in that. I I wanted to do Z100 because I was really into pop music. But like she, w- she was like a formative figure that, that like I thought about as like, oh, that's a cool career. And totally. She's been around a long time. Like it's impressive. She, you know, I feel like She's kind of like Ryan Seacrest before Ryan Seacrest. Oh, hell ways. yeah. You know I'm a Ryan Seacrest stan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am too. We just did Knocked Up on the Rewatchables and I was like, wow, Ryan Seacrest is so funny in this movie. <laughs> I didn't know. Wait, I've seen that movie, but I, I don't even remember him being in it. He plays himself for like five Iconic. minutes. And so he's mad good. about Je- Jessica Simpson being late to <laughs> some, some you know, E! News uh, thing or whatever. So but, Ryan but anyway, Wendy, uh, yes, I was very aware of her as a radio personality when I was a kid. That's cool. Okay, that's cool. See, we have a personality here in uh, Minnesota, and I think anyone who's from Minnesota would probably, or the Twin Cities would know, Dave Ryan in the morning, War of the mm-hmm. Roses, Dave Ryan. Um, so <laughs> so I can kind of under put myself in your position and go, oh, Wendy, you know, like have that kind of admiration for her. But yeah, she so she did a lot of DJing. She said she did it in college, and then obviously when she got out, and then uh, they gave her a show called well, the Wendy Williams show in 2008 <laughs> until this month. And, you know, it, I think it really never failed to not only be memed a bunch, but yes. um, a lot of the topics she talked about, and, and you'll talk about it later, but kind of were brought to the forefront by Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. <laughs> so her show started in 2008, which is, you know, really the very beginning of meme culture was memes were not even uh, a really point. a thing then. Yeah. Do you think if her show had started later, 
would it have been harder for her to become a meme queen or would it have helped so. the show? I think it was always going to be part of Wendy just because that's who she is because she's so she's really real she's a real person yeah. and she seems she seems as like kind of kooky nutty uh, on camera as she probably is in real life and but and I love that because I'm kind of kooky goofy too and so I relate to that and I think a lot All of the people relate are. to that <laughs> okay thank you um and I think a lot of people relate to that and I think that's why there are so many memes of her weird reactions or like her burping and farting and just doing real people stuff <laughs> that it's like that's relatable that's what a meme is it's you know taking a an image and kind of using it to uh all, to distill all of our thoughts and feelings about things, you know? So, yeah. She also has very expressive um, reactions. She's got a so, face for it, for sure. So there's there's a Wendy, like, gif for almost any reaction you need to, you need to indicate on Twitter, which it's is really amazing. helpful. It, it is really helpful. Um, and I also love uh, just talking about Wendy and her show and how real she is, how she would, like, go there with her guests. Like, she would mm. get into it. There's this really... Um, tense uh interview with omarosa from the apprentice and very beginning 2008 i think yep and it was i think it was still when her show was um they were doing tests for it but it was Mm -hmm. you know aired nationally but anyway and she and omarosa go toe-to-toe and it is really intense but it's also you can't take your eyes off of it and it's just like who who is this woman being Wendy and how is she why is she not letting Omarosa walk all over her which was impressive at the time because Omarosa if you remember had a pretty intense reputation of being uh very intimidating yeah, <laughs> yeah. i also i i think that moment like one thing that Wendy I think has come into she would come into my consciousness. I certainly certainly didn't watch a show every day. Definitely don't want to pretend that I did. But <laughs> she would somehow be able to latch on to the moments like her her show would talk about really big things, and because mm-hmm. he was just such like an absurdist or such a direct take on it, it would filter it into the mainstream. So mm-hmm. I think that's like a really good early example of it, and how she doesn't doesn't shy away from anything. Also, I feel like we Never. know so much about her because she just puts herself on front street she well she had both a documentary and a lifetime movie made about her and they pretty much released it what simultaneously and yeah i think i I was literally on the same night yeah they were like pick your poison and i chose to watch the lifetime movie and it wasn't you know honestly it wasn't bad it was fascinating so what like what were the main points that came out of it i'm interested in this because jody and i just talked about um halftime which oh sure doc about herself yeah when people make films about themselves and very curious about like what they consider to be the most important points. And so like, what, what did she really hone in on? Well, she honed in on, I think a lot of her, uh, struggles within the past few years. And, you know, she, she did not shy away from the fact that Kevin Hunter, her now, uh, ex-husband, you know, philandered his way Mm -hmm. to the top with her. And she there. I read this New Yorker article about her. And there was a moment when I guess she found out that I think his now wife or the woman that he ended up having a child with while he was still married to Wendy. She only lived a few blocks away from their Wendy and Kevin's home. 
And so oh Wendy went over to her place that I guess she shared with Kevin and she like spray t- painted like Wendy and Kevin forever on the garage door and they they definitely did that in the uh, Lifetime movie from what I remember <laughs> and so we got to see that we got to see her kind of I mean it's been like over six months since I've seen this movie but I do remember there was a wine cellar and um it seemed like they they briefly talked about the addiction issues there and and we saw her do cocaine back in wow. like, the 80s and 90s yeah and there was um also she talked about her, you know obviously her struggles of coming up on the radio and people being mad at her for talking about their artists and being like you're you're you gossip too much Wendy um, but obviously, you know, it's just fuel to the fire. And uh, and yeah. not only that, but there was also, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. But it is like interesting that she decided to put the moment, the infamous moment, actually, where she was dressed as the Statue of Liberty and she faints. That's scary. I mean, she. do you remember that moment? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Oh, my God. No. I feel like that was everywhere. Where she was dressed as the Statue of Liberty. So she's like in this green getup. And she literally like whoa starts to like falter and like f- falls back and like faints oh yeah and they made sure to put that in the movie too i was like oh wow oh my we're God. going there wendy said let's go there and we did i really admire putting it all out there i mean and yeah. I, I like to go because then she's allowed to do things like you know so there are so many moments that i think only wendy williams could really bring to the fore can i please talk about the one that's the most impactful for me please <laughs> I, w- I was once upon a time a Beyonce birther. I feel bad about this. And I think it's in- inappropriate and also rude. And also, I-, I just, as I've gotten older, I realized how offensive and like just wrong it is to comment on pregnant women's bodies and also just anyone's path to having children. So sure. I-, I, po- I just want to apologize for my for <laughs> you being wanna a Beyonce birther. You want to apologize Beyonce? I want to apologize to Beyonce. I honestly do. <laughs> okay, but well, the reason I good time. felt like that uh-huh. Was because of Wendy Williams. <laughs> okay. See. <laughs> Beyonce was on Australian television. And that's when uh when she was pre- pregnant with Blue Ivy, like her mm. stomach like folded in on herself. I've seen or, that video. Or it looked like it did. Right. And I've seen that video because Wendy Williams went in on this, like went deep on it on her. Of course show. she did. Of course she did. <laughs> Let's do it in slow motion. You'll notice she's either giving birth to a frisbee. Or Stewie from Family Guy. Look, look at the shape. Look, do you see? There it is, there it is. What that is, B. <laughs> and so as a result of Wendy Williams, like, just like, you know, doing a, a deep dive, like a real, like, Zap Bruder film reading of Beyonce's <laughs> appearance on Australian daytime television, I was a Beyonce birther. And wow. I just, I also... Can you imagine if anyone came up Beyonce now for for anything? Like if they um, questioned her, if they questioned her um, authenticity on literally any topic, y- can you imagine? You'd have to go into the witness protection program. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm being 100 percent serious. Have we heard from Rachel Roy since the, <laughs> the since the Becky of the Good Hair fiasco? Like so I don't scared. think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. No, she's gone. She's definitely dark on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that this has lived on for so long is, I think, a testament to to how Wendy Williams operates in inside popular culture and entertainment. And also, like, 
she not she didn't start, but she promoted one of the biggest and like most salacious pop culture rumors, conspiracy in, in, theories. Of of the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. She's very much a conspiracy theory person. And as someone who is a, a Real Housewives conspiracy uh, person that I've revealed on um, Morally Corrupt, our Bravo podcast, which everyone Check who's it listening out on should... on Fridays on the Ringer Reality it's TV great. podcast. It's great. I love it. Um, I'm biased, of course, but I do love it. Uh, but anyway, I can understand. And, I, and I'm always told by Rachel Lindsay, say allegedly, say allegedly. And what's really funny is that <laughs> in this uh, really great New Yorker article. Um, sorry, let me pull it up really quick. Sure. There, it is really good by Michael Shulman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and it was done May of last year. And, and he talks about how she has on um like the teleprompter she has one of her, her like showrunner he'll he'll hit the button because there's like a a look sorry a lawyer on call pretty much at all times to like say oh she's wading into territory you need to hit the button and so he'll push the allegedly button but she'll kind of not uh, remember it's there and she'll say allegedly like later like t- pertaining to other issues which is kind of <laughs> hilarious but um yeah so it's really funny it's really uh interesting that you know they they try to rein her in but it can't be done it cannot be done she is a yeah, wild well, horse yeah yeah you, you know she she's gotta just do her thing what's she your what, what's your top wendy williams moment maybe not even like your favorite but like oh, what's God. the one that you think of as like the most impactful on your pop culture consciousness i mean you know i there are so i just i run across these um you know memes on twitter all the time but i personally love the one meme where she says she's got a point she's an icon she's a legend and she is the moment do you remember that <laughs> yes <laughs> She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. And it's been memed so many times that it is almost, it is nearly impossible to find out what she was talking about originally. Because a lot of people think it's Peppa Pig because they, they've like superimposed <laughs> an image of Peppa Pig. And that's like the one that's been circulated so many times. But it's actually, she's really talking about Lil' Kim. Um, oh, yeah. what year is that? Uh, that is great. I think it might be from 2017. Wow. But uh yeah. That's, so, that, that's really funny because I don't think anyone else was calling Lil' Kim the moment in 2017. I but that's awesome. <laughs> I know. And it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but um Wendy has had her moments with Lil' Kim too. Uh if you call there's this other memed moment where they flash an image of Lil' Kim onto uh, the screen and obviously Wendy can see, see it and she's like Ooh! and she kind of is drinking tea but she has to spit it out because she's so <laughs> shocked by Lil' Kim's face I don't think she even looks like that crazy or anything but oh, uh, apparently Wendy does so um, <laughs> that one's good she's had a very tumultuous uh, relationship with Lil' Kim um, I also really find it funny that she calls Dua Lipa Dula Peep have you seen that one where she goes, <laughs> yes. do, la, do la peep? And then she'll go, do la peepa? And <laughs> I don't know. It's just very It's funny. right up there with Adele Dazeem. It is right up there with... Yes, it really is. And um, her longtime <laughs> supervising producer, uh, Norman Baker, he's the guy that they always show when she's asking a question and, and they shoot to the audience side and he's there with his little headset and everything. Um, he's like, well, her name is... 
Dua Lipa, but you call her Dula Peep. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. And and honestly, uh, Dua Lipa is very good sport about it. She she finds it funny too. So I, I do like that. That's a nice little instance of the person that she is maybe kind of insulting being like, ah, whatever. You can you can tell when someone's like a, a child of the internet because it's like, oh, she gets it. Like Dua Lipa's like in on the joke. Exactly. And she doesn't care. Yeah. Exactly. Also, knowing that like being a part of a Wendy Williams meme is probably good for you. It's great. Is, it's is great. a good is like a good indicator of like how you see your own fame. So that actually that makes me like Dua Lipa more, though she's I think got some issues as well. But great <laughs> Don't tunes. We all. Great tunes, Dua Lipa. Oh, I think Dua amazing. Dua Dula Peep. Dula Peepa. <laughs> I don't know. That's really funny. So I love those two. Um, I also love when she wished death on Britney Spears's parents. Dare you, Mr. Spears. You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. <laughs> that's like, it is, that is pretty, pretty extreme, but. It is extreme. But what's really great is so I've also within the last couple of days have stumbled upon a lot of Wendy Williams like shadiest moments. There's there's literally a Wendy Williams shady moments up to part 32 and they all have hundreds of thousands of views, which is, again, just a testament to her power, her meme ability. Um, But there are also compilations of her wishing death upon to people which is not funny but it is it's just like wow it's extreme okay we're going there and and wendy goes there like i said she's not afraid to go there um there's also a video because she does the whole like clap if you care and then people are either clap or they don't clap or she'll she'll use clapping as kind of a barometer of where her audience is and uh, i guess in, in in place of them you know culture and society as a whole but there's one where she goes she goes clap if you've ever wanted to kill somebody and everyone starts (laughs) clapping it's just very funny and they i also think they use and this is to the credit of the producers of this show they use the audience really well too because they'll cut to the audience and it's just like everyone's always like has these like faces and they're like oh and like shocked or the you know they're nodding or again they love to clap if wendy goes clap if you care so um it's just it's a very fun show to watch I do think it'll have a long life on YouTube, but I, I can't believe you haven't brought up Fartgate. I feel like that's oh been really... Oh, my God. Yeah. That's really been going around in the last few days as um, people are paying or making their tributes to Wendy Williams and her show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basically, yeah. Fart, Fartgate is... Wendy Williams, like, burped and farted basically at the same time <laughs> on the show. It's and incredible. it was louder than she was expecting. <laughs> and then she did a segment explaining Fartgate trying to make it seem like it wasn't her and it wasn't a fart. <laughs> right. There's like, there's literally, she's talking. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. What if he filed for sexual like, assault? It's like she ripped a really ripe one and she had to go on her show and pretty much tell the entire audience and she had to bring out a stagehand named John Anderson to clean or clear things up. <laughs> and he went on to say he was like yes Wendy you did not fart so she had to bring on this guy named John Anderson which people have noted does not sound like a real person's name it sounds like a no. name you just made up uh, in the moment to hide your hide the fact that you farted um, so he said and he brought he was brought on to the show and he said we were filling up a fish tank backstage and we didn't have the proper hose the air was just coming out and it was sputtering like someone was farting okay so that's what it was it wasn't wendy 
<laughs> she must have paid him or someone paid him <laughs> to do this yes. or make it an extended bit. Would it have been better if she was just like, yes, I farted? I actually think this is a better outcome for entertainment purposes. Oh, 100%. Because it's just like, again, it's everyone dubbed it Fartgate. And, and when you add gate onto things, you know, like Watergate, it becomes a bigger deal than maybe it even should be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And oh. so, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, but I, if you've heard the fart, on the video, it's a pretty, like, it's a juicy fart. So I don't know if you necessarily <laughs> want to own up to that. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says, Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Do you think that her success would translate to a podcast? Like, what do you think will be next for Wendy? Oh. And I, I just, again, she's had a lot of stuff going on and with addiction and illness, but yeah. Do you think that, do you think that she could go back to the audio format? Like, does she go back to her roots? I, I, I personally would prefer, I think, a, a Wendy audio experience really? where she's just like talking to the camera or talking to the mic in short bursts. Like, I feel like that would be a good way to continue some of this. Like, I want to know what she thinks about some like uh, the hot topics. Like, just make a podcast solely hot topics with Wendy Williams. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Well, it's funny because so I was watching these videos of her doing the hot topics because they they have a bunch of them on YouTube, and it's. It's funny because she literally so all it is is like she does she has no other people. She'll talk to maybe her, the dare or the Norman guy from time, but mm -hmm. not even that. And she just 
is she's not a comedian. She's not a trained comedian and she's just talking. And so there are pregnant pauses. There's just like awkward moments, but it somehow <laughs> works. So I do think she would be great on a podcast if it was just Hot Topics with Wendy, like a podcast she could do. She could do it from home. She wouldn't need to like get all glammed up. And I, I think it would work great. And like you said, it would be going back to her roots of radio. Um, but there is something to the to the video format that people love. And I yeah. think, cause you know, she, and that's, that's the, me- that's the meme ability of and it. And that's exactly, that's the meme ability of it. It'd be very, I mean, it's not totally not doable to meme someone on audio. It just, it works better if it's video. So yeah, of course, maybe Spotify should give her her own show and they could do the, the video portion video of pod. it too. Yeah, yeah. Like higher learning. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great idea. <laughs> um, Sherry Shepard is taking her time slot. She you is. Have, you're a view watcher, Amelia. Do you have any views on that? Um, you know, I, no pun intended. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I like Sherry. I think th- <laughs> Sherry herself is part of some of the most iconic uh, moments from daytime television, like when she asked when the if the world was flat because she didn't know. <laughs> Do you remember that? She was like, yes. is the world flat? I don't know. Um, oh, my God. Which is Let's great. introduce her to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Maybe, he also was wondering. Maybe he could be on her show. Um, so I think she's funny in that. And also, she is she is a trained entertainer. Um, if you've ever seen her on 30 Rock, I think she's absolutely hilarious on 30 Rock. And honestly, I've watched her uh, on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. She's great on that. I think she's very funny. And I see her obviously doing well because, again, like Wendy, she's not, at least I don't think she's a trained comedian, but she's just very funny and she's just very yeah. herself. And she's not afraid to act weird or goofy or kind of make fun of herself. You know, she's, I think, embraced the whole, is it flat? I don't know. Which is kind of what you want out of your talk show host because you want them to be your your friend. You want to be familiar with them and you want to believe like you could rapport and have uh, a conversation with them in real life. I think that's one of the reasons why um, Wendy Williams is has been so popular is totally. because... Yeah, because it's like she says the things that, that like you want to say out loud or you right. say like on a text message with your friend. Right, that you but, wouldn't say like in a yeah, professional setting. Or, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the Fargate thing is so funny because it's like she says what people are thinking, but she is not like us. Like Wendy Williams <laughs> is, is not like star, not like a stars are just like us type of person. She is <laughs> exceptional. And that's like another reason why I've always really liked her is like, the people who make what they do seem like anyone can do it are the ones who are the most talented at that thing. Totally. Because it just seem, seems so easy. It and seems like her, so easy, but it's not. But yeah. like actually hosting and, and being entertaining and talking like that is really, really hard. It's, and it's incredibly hard. Very hard, very hard to find. Y- yes. And I think, you know, she was on the air for over 10 years uh, doing the TV show. And it's like, that is a burnout. Like that... You can I know every day, every single day. Like I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did, honestly, because that seems exhausting. I know. It's it's just it is a bummer that she hasn't been on it for this entire. I know, entire, I know, but, but I, it's you know she. Hopefully, it's for the best for her, right? Because she has Graves' disease. She's mentioned, and you know she talked about dealing with addiction issues, and then freaking we hate Kevin Hunter. He sucks, um, really and I'm do. sure that 
was devastating, obviously. And so I, you know, just first and foremost, wish her good health and to be, you know, just in a better place mentally, physically, emotionally. And I think that's what she needs to focus on right now, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a great note to wish Wendy well on her on her future. On her future. And that's the thing. I think I read the people who are doing the Sherry Shepard show, who also um, were in charge of the Wendy Williams show, were saying like, well, when she's be- ready and she's better, we would love to have her back, which I think is good. a good sign, you know? Yeah, absolutely. She Yeah, she can get back. She can get back on TV in the future. Right. I, I don't think this is the last we've heard from Wendy Williams because... <laughs> That's because that's who Wendy is, you know? She's always going to be around. She's always going to be there to make some uh, (laughs) funny, uh, interesting comment that we all just have to meme or uh, agree with, disagree with, you know? Yeah, she's incredible. I look forward to it. Me too. Um, So this was really nice. This was a nice little (laughs) pop culture history lesson. Yeah, Uh, you know, just dive into YouTube for more Wendy Williams. uh, Truly, there's so many gems on YouTube of Wendy Williams. Um, So we salute you, Wendy. Thank you for your service. Obviously, get better. Get well soon. Um, My name is Amelia Wedemeyer. Thank you so much to my co-host, Juliet Lippman, to our producer, Devin Manzi. And we will be back on this podcast feed in the very, very near future. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.